It's your ODI betting masterclass. And a bit of test match as well. It's cricket, only better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 142. Like Joe Root, we're closing in on another milestone, another eight shows for our 150 up. Sam Collins, I hope you're prepping the bunting. I'll prep your bunting, Edward Hawkins. (laughs) That's not about us. It's about the game. It's just uh, far too much work to do to be thinking of that sort of piffle. Right, another value stuff show this week with three games to preview. Come on, where is your focus, uh, Edward Hawkins? No matter, two men who could not be accused of not having their eyes on the punting prices is, of course, first up, Paul Krishnamurti of Betting Betfair. Hello, Paul. Hi, Sam. Hello, hello. And sportinglife.com's Richard Mann, competitive even in the local raffle, I'm told. You're champing at the bit, Richard. I can hear it. Hi, <laughs> Sam. down the line. How's it going? Hi, Sam. I won a raffle once. Pickering Cricket Club, I won a mixed grill um, about 10 years ago. Very lovely it was too. Pickering Cricket Club, nice, nice part of the country if you're in Yorkshire ever, Sam. Lovely stuff, Richard, man. That's a visual image, you on the mixed grill. Right. Um, Edward Hawkins, tell them what games they've got to decipher tonight. Yes, it's an ODI masterclass this week. That would probably have been the better intro uh, on reflection. We've got an overview of Sri Lanka versus Australia, which is underway, followed by Netherlands versus England from Friday. And finally, a test match from the Caribbean starting Thursday, West Indies hosting Bangladesh. Yes, that might have been a better intro, Edward Hawkins, but don't worry, we love you all the same. Best bets are coming at the end of the show, folks. Let's go. First up, Sri Lanka versus Australia. The second one day international from Palikelli, 10am Thursday morning in the UK. We're very, very conscious that the first ODI was taking place while this pod was in production. So this is very much an overview. Likely odds from Betfair Exchange, 3.6 Sri Lanka, 1.33 Australia. Hawkins, how are the teams likely to line up? Well, we think Sri Lanka might go... Something like this at some stage during the series. Anyway, Nisanka, Kusal, Kamindu, Asalanka, Chandamal, Dan and Jared De Silva, Shanaka, the captain, Wanindu, Hasaranga, Karen and Ratney, Chamira and Theek Shana, Australia, Finch, Warner, Head, Smith, Maxwell, Green or Stoinis, Carey, Agar, Cummins, Hazelwood, Swepson. They've also got Mitchell Stark there. Uh, but we think they might go with two spinners at some stage. They've also got Labrachain there as well. Uh, but Labrachain's record in ODI, interestingly, is beginning to look decidedly average. Thank you very much. Bearing in mind some of that, Paul Krishnamurti and Richard Mann, can we have a betting ODI betting masterclass on this series, please? How do you approach this five-game series, Paul Krishnamurti, given that Sri Lanka are expected to suffer? Um. I think Australia will take the world of beating and that I think the general rule with ODIs is this is a very reliable format for the form book. The form stands up very well. We don't get many upsets. Remember the last World Cup, virtually every game was one-sided to the favourites. Um, and also the runs are pretty reliable. If you do statistics for the ground, do that bit of research, 
I think you'll find an, a, a very high percentage of runs land within a small, roughly 30, 40 band. And the strategy I'll be using in each match is to try and get a middle on the runs. Um, as I always do in OGI. So basically what you try and do is you back an over or an unders line at odds against, say, six to four or bigger, 2.5 or bigger. And if at any point the the market moves 20 higher, so you could get out 20 higher or 20 lower than the position you've taken at even money or better, do it. So you've got so you've covered the middle. So for instance, you go over to 50 at evens so it's six to four if the market moves up to 270 you sell back at evens at 270 meaning everything between 250 to 270 is a winner okay thank you very much um richard man any gems from you oh to follow that brilliant paul <laughs> i uh, we always say that we're longer series are brilliant for, for watching the ebb and flow and see how these rivalries formulate throughout so I think five matches is brilliant and I think we'll we'll see different battles going on here um, but I think for a strategy I've got for this series is Sri Lanka's middle order because I think Australia's pace attack will cause causing problems even in these conditions and you can do that over five matches you can back your Shanakas or your Dan and Jayers at close to double figures and if it didn't work the first time or the second time you know you'll get another go as long as you, you're sticking within your staking plan prime example was in the three match T20 series Shanaka was around double figures hardly got a go in the first two matches her presto he copped in the third one so you've got to be patient but five matches gives you a chance to do that um, as long as you're disciplined Okay, um, and uh, Paul Krishnamurti, how do you apply your system here? Well, the second match, Palakelli, is um, definitely the best ground for runs in Sri Lanka. If you in the T20 match, we just saw Sri Lanka chase one seven six against the odds, and if you look at the um, previous ODI series, Zimbabwe got two nine six and three oh two here. Neither was enough to win. West Indies got 301 here, wasn't enough to win. So this would be an over situation. Now, um, let's say Australia bat first. I think that par will be around 300. So you might want to back 320 and 340 at or more at um, two to one and say the four to one. If the market then moves up, any point so 340 is evens or 360 is evens you sell for the same amount that you bought the earlier bet thus covering the range of 320 to 360 ideally and and for sri lanka just do the same thing but 40 runs lower okay thank you very much paul krishnamurti betting twister um moving on edward hawkins what's your overview of the top market yeah, some players to watch out for uh, for Sri Lanka. Dan and Jaya, seven to one sportsbook went for the first game. Expect that to hold. Um, of all the players we've got in that eleven that we just named, Dan and Jaya's got the best average last two years. Gunasalaka's not in that team that we named. He'd be uh, number one, so he might force his way back into the side at some stage. Maybe even from that first game, he's averaging 40. Uh, picking up what Richard said about lower order players for Sri Lanka being worth uh, a follow. Uh, Wanindu and Shanaka at 14s and 8s by Sportsbook. A possible option is to bet with them in play. 
uh, you'll double those odds when someone's got 20 or 30. It's possible that not a huge score is going to be needed. Top Sri Lanka also making that of Karen Aratney at 22s. For Australia, Travis Head could come into open at some stage if they wanted to rest David Warner, Josh Inglis as well. Sportsbook going 5-1, to one, Travis Head. Maxwell always sound at 11-2. And finally with the ball, Leggy van der Sey might do some damage at some stage during the series. Best strike rate of any Sri Lankan, albeit from three games. Sportsbook were going threes. Okay, thank you very much. Richard Mann, players to follow, players to swerve as this series goes on. We'll start with the follows. So, uh, really interesting. Sri Lanka A, Australia A, a couple of matches just, just finished a few days ago. Dan and Jay, who Ed's mentioned, made 68 and 30, looked in really good touch. Travis Head made a brilliant century. They've got to find room for him in this side. He was exceptional against Pakistan recently as well, opening the batting with Finch and Warner back. He'll have to bat somewhere else, but Travis Head is definitely the far man. And Cameron Green made a century against Sri Lanka A as well. Um, so that's really interesting farm lines, guys coming into that in form. Uh, for Sri Lanka, one for your eyes is Nisanka, but I, I think the coming man at the moment is Shanaka. Brilliant uh, 50 at the weekend in the T20, and I just think the sky's the limit for this young man. I, I think Paul flags him up every week, but if you can get close to 10 to 1, top Sri Lanka batsman. I think you've just got to keep rowing in with him. Okay, thank you very much. Same question to Paul Krishnamurti. Yeah, I um, completely agree with Rich about Shanakar. And, uh, you know, another thing about 50 over cricket is that this is a much better format to be back in these middle order players or even the tail because it might well have a chance to build a substantial innings. So Shanakar, absolutely 8 to 1. I'd even look, in the, particularly in the third match, because it's on a much lower scoring ground. I'd look at Dushman for Chimera at 100 to 1. You know, it's very possible that Sri Lanka are all out for 180, 160, something like that. That market's won by 25. You know, he's more than capable of getting that. And uh, just um, working off the betting on the first match, man of the match, Travis Head was 14 to 1. Josh Hazelwood was 18 to 1. Any prices like that are fantastic value. Okay. Thank you very much. Big tick for Australia versus Sri Lanka or Sri Lanka versus Australia rather best bet still to come now we move on to another ODI the Netherlands against England I think it makes sense to start with white ball action still to come the test preview between West Indies and Bangladesh which starts on Friday but first Netherlands against England live on Sky Sports Friday 10 a.m. in the morning. Early bet for exchange prices have Netherlands four to one. Surely that will be much bigger before the off. Possibly eleven to two. Hawkins a low down. Yeah, Netherlands. We're going to have them lining up like this. Singh, O'Dowd, and Musa all got runs against West Indies in that final ODI, which they lost, uh, and they lost the series three 0 Cooper, Delead, Edwards. The wicketkeeper Van Beek, Selar, Dutt, Kingmer and Klaassen. We expect Klaassen to come back in. England, Salt, Roy, Milan, Livingston, Butler, Moeen, Morgan, Sam Curran, Rashid, Willie and Cast. Cast seems to be an absolute shoe in because he's the only right arm pacer they've got in the squad. Topley, Payne, Lukewood, all left armers. Uh, we've got them on the bench, but they, uh, you know, they're going to probably play at some point. Pitch report at the VRA ground. Good for the batters. No demons uh, in the Netherlands versus West Indies series. And the big question is how many are England going to get if they bat, bat first? A little bit of data for you. West Indies top rate 
in that series was 6.1 runs and over. England average RPO last two years is bang on six. But in the last two years, they've played only three games against Minnows, both of the, all those against Ireland, rather. And they scored at 6.58, 6.64, 6.24. A high par line could be 330. Okay, we are in this parallel universe where England have different sides in every format now. Um, What do you make of that innings runs info, Paul Krishnamurti? I I would definitely be a buyer at 3.30. I'd be very happy if that's where the par line starts. Um, You know, England are in another league to the West Indies and they passed 300 here. The other two games, they probably would have done if they're back at first. England... England's run line might be slightly lower because of those recent relatively low scores against Ireland, but they've passed 350 plenty of times over recent years. So I'd take anything above 2 to 1, 350, 8 to 1, 380. Same system as before. Back the overs, and if, if the line rises, sell back. Any chance of the Netherlands, Richard Mann? England did lose one of those games against Ireland, obviously. Zero chance for me. I'm with Paulie. I don't think 400s out of the question, actually. I really don't from what I saw against the West Indies. Uh, runs, runs all the way. And the thing about England's batting line, if you look at it more closely, Jason Roy's looked in really good touching the blast. Dawid Milan's looked in fantastic touching the blast. Livingston, good IPL, good form at the blast. Butler, brilliant form. Sam Curran, who I think might get a go up the order at some stage, has been in brilliant form in the blast. This is an in-form England batting line-up against a, an associate bowling attack that's just been rampaged by the West Indies. I think they're in big trouble, the Netherlands, and I think we're going to have big runs. Okay, thank you very much to the Tops Markets uh, with... Oh, no, sorry, Paul Krishnamurti. I almost missed you out. Um, presumably a trade here out of the question because their price could get big very quickly. Yes, I, I don't think they've got a prayer. I think it'd be very one-sided. Okay, quick game is a good game. Thank you to the Tops Markets with Edward Hawkins. Yeah, Netherlands market for top run score has some value. Al D- O'Dowd. Uh, last three years, Mr. Reliable for the Dutch. Five wins in 14. That's a 35.7% win rate. So I don't think uh, Sportsbook are going to go short enough on O'Dowd. Uh, there could be value on Edwards at much, much bigger prices. Uh, he could well open or he could bat at three. He was batting middle order uh, against West Indies. But it's four wins out of 17 for him, and he's got a win rate of 23.5%. With the ball, Klassen uh, is returning 6 out of 11. He's, that means he's returning money 6 out of 11. Kingmer, 5, and Van Beek, likewise. Expect Klassen to be favourite. Whoever's biggest may be your bet for top Dutch bowler. Okay, thank you very much. Um, Richard Mann, how do we wager England's top bats and bowlers, please? Yeah, I think you've just got to concentrate on the top order because they're going to get first go and it, it might be really hard to get them out. Jason Roy and Dawid Malam would be the two for me. I'm not a massive Phil Salt fan anyway. Roy in the blast, 219 at 31 with a strike rate of 150. He'll be opening, so I'd probably go with him top match batsman. There's no point going top England batsman uh, or in the man of the match market. Him or Dawid Malan, I've not got a massive preference either way. I'd probably just just inch towards Roy because he gets first go on his opening. Um, the guys like Livingston and Butler, as fantastic of players as they are, I think they're just, they're just going to be so far behind when they come to the crease. But if you want to play those guys, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have an issue in, in 
backing them to make a 15 quick time because I think they'll be able to make quick ones at the death. They just might not be able to catch up with the openers. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, finish this on off for us, please, Paul Krishnamurti, with any other business. Uh, I'm going to completely endorse what Rich said about Jason Roy. I'd be delighted if we could get 11-4 on him on a boost price. Uh, top bowler for England, I would go Adil Rashid. I don't think Netherlands play spin very well at all. Okay. Yeah, if, yeah, sorry, I, I should have said this. If I can just jump back in quickly. I mentioned it a couple of shows ago about associates against spin and LBW and bold coming into it. And that kind of happened against the West Indies. Well, Aki Hussain had a lot of success just bowling really straight. Mujib and Jadeja did it well at the World Cup. And I think Rashid here, particularly with his googly, I think LBW, next method of dismissal, he's definitely in the running. He's usually getting around seven to two. And Moeen as well tends to bowl pretty straight and pretty flat. I'd be amazed if that didn't pay its way throughout this this series, just when the spinners are operating in tandem, want to watch him play. Okay, thank you very much. Don't forget to check out betting.betfair for all your cricket punting needs. It's where you can find Ed Hawkins's ramblings, tips, and maybe the odd recipe as well. A free bet offers too, although over 18s only, please. And please check out begambleaware.org. Now then, one more game to go before those best bets. It's West Indies versus Bangladesh. West Indies versus Bangladesh from North Sound, live on BT Sport on Thursday from 3pm UK time. Possible teams and a pitch report from Edward Hawkins. Yeah, West Indies, Brathwaite, Campbell, Bonner, Blackwood, Myers, De Silva, Joseph, Reefer, Seals, Gudakesh Moti, the spinner, coming in for his debut. Uh, Anderson Phillip. There's no Roach and there's no Holder. Uh, they've only picked a 12-man squad. So uh, unless we've got Devon Tom- Thomas playing as um, a middle order and um, helping out Joshua Silva with his wicket-keeping with advice from the slips, I think that's how they're going to line up. Bangladesh. Tamim Joy, Shanto, Hack, the captain, Shakib Al Hassan, Litton Das, Yasir Ali, Mehdi Hassan Maraz, Hossein, Tajal, and Mustafa Vizier is back in this team. The pitch at North Sound. Last three have been draws, a road for West Indies versus England in March. Cynically, we thought that was deliberately a dud pitch to make the most of English tourism. However, two previous draws there against Sri Lanka. Uh, wickets on average falling at every 18 and 25 overs in the last two innings uh, in those games. So it's uh, well, it's been very, very flat indeed. OK, Richard Mann, let's come to you first. Are the West Indies good enough? Or sorry, are West Indies good enough without Roach and Holder? Well, it's a massive loss, particularly keeping my Roach with, with the ball. Um, but I still think they're a, they're a better side than Bangladesh. But I, I'm with Head, actually. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'd be tempted by the draw here at 9-2. This was a flat pick for that test match against England. There's a little bit in it early on, but it, it was flat. But it, it was true and it was very, very slow. So even the spinners struggled to get anything out of it. And I could see this being a bit of a stalemate, to be honest. Okay. Paul Krishnamurti, West Indies, the team you love to bet against. What is your view on this one? The usual. I'm a liar. Um, I think they're a terrible bet of 4-6. Uh, very ordinary attack. Roach and Holder are critical players to lose. 
And you know, Bangladesh have had some success in the West Indies. It's not been a bad place for them. I think the pitch will be slow. Um, and they've, you know, they've they've got a side certainly to. Uh, Rich just mentioned the draw. Well, I think the draw's got a, a massive chance. I mean, it seems to be on the spin there. Um, Bangladesh bat well down to eight. Mehdi Hassan's a good batsman. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Get against the West Indies at 4 6. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, given those stats about the pitch, a quick in play pick from both of you, please, Richard Mann. I'm probably going to back the draw outright, to be honest. But the one thing that I remember from that England test match is it did a little bit early on and England were in trouble and we thought, here we go again from the ashes. But actually, it just nipped around a little bit for a day or so and then that was it. So the draw, it's going to start at 92, which I think is fair, but it wouldn't surprise me if on that first morning, actually, whoever's bowling first made early inwards and the draw went even bigger. Uh, and I'd probably top up again there or maybe half stake to begin with. Um, but I think after that, it'll just be a flat pitch. I really do. Oh, Krishnamurti. Yes, yeah, same principle. Um, back Bangladesh for the match and for innings runs when they're three wickets down. You know, you do often get early wickets there and it, and, it, and the pitch becomes a road. But also, Bangladesh, you know, their best batsmen are yet to come. Uh, Shakib and um, Lytton Das are going to be five and six. Mehdi Hassan's a good batsman at eight. Yasser Ali can bat. So, get on at that point. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, to the tops markets, Edward Hawkins. Yeah, easy peasy. This always is with West Indies. Brathwaite, six wins in 21. It's a bet if we can get 11 to 4. He was boosted to 100 to 30 against England. He also got a hit rate of 55% for a first innings 50 in the last two years. So check the prices on that. There's no value elsewhere on top West Indies bat. Bangladesh top bat, an amazing stat for you. 13 different winners in the last three years. No test side has more. Only three of them have won more than once. And one of them isn't playing. That's Mushfakir. So that uh, puts the kibosh on that. Tamim has three wins in nine. Not much of a study sample. Uh, is probably one of their better players, though. Shakib has one win in six with the ball. Check out Tajal Islam prices. Uh, extremely potent out and out wicket taker. Richard Mann, could you please pick some bones out of that? Well, I'm going to add mention Lytton Das, who Paul's mentioned there. You know, they just played Sri Lanka recently, scores of 88, 141, and 52. And he was probably one of the few bright spots when they toured South Africa prior to that. Really solid player, bats at number six. As Ed's saying, he isn't always winning this market, but he's generally been one of the most consistent performers. And if he's anything north of, what, six to one, which I don't think is out of the question, I think I'd be happy to stick with him. Okay. Thank you very much. Paul Krishnamurti, finish it off with any other business, please. Yeah, um, agree with Rich Butler and Das, absolutely. Um, six to one over him would be very nice. Uh, for the man of the match market, um, I don't know what breath weight would be, but in the unlikely event, you could get maybe nine, ten to one. That would be appealing. Otherwise, I'd look at Shakib and Little Das, probably ten to one. I reckon you get twenty to one Little Das man in the match. Okay, what a lovely way to finish. Thank you very much, Paul Krishnamurti. Um, that's all three games analysed. Now, what makes it into our best bets? Right, best bets time. We've got some scores. We've got some doors, and we have. Husky Hawkins. Right, this is where it all goes big from here on in. Richard Mann is minus 18.55. Paul Krishnamurti is minus 23. They've got five units to spend each on any bet they like. 
Off you go. I'll kick up and running then. I'm going to have two units on the draw at 9-2 in the West Indies v Bangladesh Test match. And I'm going to lay the West Indies uh, for a two-unit risk. And I'm going to have uh, one unit, Jason Roy, top match batsman in the first ODI against the Netherlands. Okay, I'll have um, two units on England to score 350 more runs if they bet first. And I'm going to have one unit, Dan Dasun Shanaka, top Sri Lanka batsman in the second ODI against Australia. And I'll have uh, one unit on Adil Rashid, top England wicket taker. And I'm going to finish off, I've got a hunch here, I'm going to have one unit on Steve Smith, top Australia batsman in the second ODI against Sri Lanka. Great stuff, guys. Some great bets there. Good luck to everybody. Don't forget to check out betting.betfair. Lots going on there this week. Hopefully we'll see you next time.